Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. As Jesus traveled throughout Galilee and Judea, He would teach and heal and cast out demons. When Jesus taught, there were times he taught in parables. In our last study, we learned what parables are and why Jesus used them. Today on Drawing Near, Jesus explains the parable of the sower to his disciples. Let's open our Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 8 as we study the parable of the sower explained. And as we prepare for today's study, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father and Lord, We thank you, Father, for your word and its teachings. We thank you for the variety that is in your word. History, poetry, law, gospels, letters. Father, the richness of your word is crystal clear. And we thank you, Father, not only for the variety, but for the challenges in each of these varieties, like challenges with parables. Father, these things stimulate our heart and mind and cause us to dig deeper to think more clearly. But Father, we thank you that we have a helper in all of this, your Holy Spirit. And we pray, Father, for your Spirit's leadership in our hearts and lives as we study your word today. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we look at Luke chapter 8 in the parable of the sower, some people refer to it as the parable of the soils, we come to verse 9. In verse 9, Luke writes, His disciples began questioning him as to what this parable meant. Right off, we realize the disciples are unclear about the meaning of this parable. They heard what Jesus said. They understood what he said in its context. They understood about sowing seed in a field. They understood what happened when the seed fell on various types of soils. But they didn't understand what the spiritual meaning was behind this parable. And so in verse 10, Jesus responds and says, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is in parables, so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. The disciples of Christ were permitted by the Lord to understand the meaning behind this parable, the mystery of the kingdom of God. But the rest All the rest of the audience who were not the disciples of Christ were not permitted to understand. And I'm assuming that the disciples reached out beyond simply the 12, maybe to the 70 as we talked about in our last study, maybe to the women who were gathered as well. All of these were part of the group that traveled with Jesus at least periodically. Maybe it was just the 12, but I would expect that it was more than just the 12. So when he says to you, he means to you disciples, and to those who are closer, to those who walk with me day by day. They were allowed to see and understand, but the others were not allowed to see and understand. And we may ask the question as to why, but that's within God's sovereign care. God was at work moving his gospel, moving his plan of salvation forward. God was at work in the Jewish lives, the Jewish nation. And so God in his wisdom, in his knowledge, taking his own counsel, chose to allow some to see 
and others to hear and not understand. So in verse 11, we read this. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. So the seed that is being scattered about is the word of God. And those beside the road are those who have heard. So we can immediately assume that all of these soils represent the different people who are hearing, their hearts, how receptive they are to the seed, the word of God. So those beside the road are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart so that they will not believe and be saved. The birds that come and pick the seed up off the hard path, the roadway, they represent the devil. And so as the seed is sowed in these hard hearts or these hearts that the word of God cannot penetrate, the devil comes along right behind and plucks them away. Now, the reason why they can't penetrate the heart is because the heart is hard, not because the devil plucks the seed. The devil is able to get at the seed because their heart is hard and the seed can't penetrate. And the devil does this so that they will not believe and be saved. So the devil is at work in the heart of these hard-hearted individuals as well. He goes on down in verse 13 and says, Those on the rocky soil, the seed that falls on the rocky soil, are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. They have a little bit of soil above the rock, and so they're able to receive the seed, receive the word, and these receive the word with joy. And these have no firm root. The root can't go down below the rock bed and be established. And so they believe for a while, and in the time of temptation, they fall away. In other words, there's no root to their life. So there are those who hear the word and receive it temporarily. But when difficult times come, when the sun rises, when temptation comes, they have no root to support their life, no depth of the word, and so they fall away. In the Sermon on the Mount, these would be those who built their house upon the sand. The rains come and fall, the waters rise up, and they were washed away. Verse 14, the seed which fell among the thorns, these are the ones who have heard. And as they go on their way, they are choked out with worries and riches and pleasures of this life. Like the thorns in the field, this seed grows up among them, and they are choked. The things of this world, the circumstances of this world, keep them from focusing on the Lord, keeping the word of God from bringing about maturity in their life. And so they are choked out. Verse 15, but the seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. There is only one of these soils that is called good soil. The path is not good soil. The rocky soil is not good soil. The soil where there are thorns is not good soil. In other words, there's only one that is a good heart, a heart that is right and receptive to the gospel, to the word of God. So the seed in good soil, these are the ones, these individuals are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart. They hear it the way God intended, and having heard it, they hold it fast in faith, and they bear fruit. Notice, none of the other soils are said to have bared fruit, but these bear fruit with perseverance. The devil is unable to come and pluck it away. 
the difficulties of this life, the temptations of this life don't cause it to wither away. The cares of this world don't choke it out. They persevere. They've received the word correctly, with the right heart, with the right mind, the right spirit, and they persevere. The teaching of perseverance is huge in the scriptures. God not only calls us to be saved, to hear the word and to respond by faith, but he calls us to persevere. He who endures unto the end, the same shall be saved. My pastor once said from the pulpit, Faith that fizzles before the finish is faulty from the first. Think about that for a second. Faith in Jesus Christ that fizzles out before the end of our life, before the finish, reveals that that faith was faulty from the first. Those individuals who fizzle out before they reach eternal life are those who did not receive the word of God in a good heart, in good soil. The seed was sown, but they did not receive it in an honest and good heart. They did not bear fruit with perseverance. It's not that they got saved and then were lost. It reveals that their faith was tainted and faulty in the beginning. They were never saved in the first place. Their faith was faulty from the first. That's what the scripture teaches. That's what this parable teaches. Not everyone who hears the gospel and immediately responds is going to be good soil, a good heart. We don't know who receives the gospel sincerely, honestly, or not, but God does. And so we lay that judgment, we lay that call upon the Lord, and we simply pray for his grace to abound. This is the parable of the soils, the parable of the sower. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for all that you teach us. Help us, Father, to persevere. Help us through your work to have faith from a good and sincere heart, from an honest heart. And Father, only you can cultivate our hearts to be what they need to be. And so we ask by your mercy and grace that you would work in us, that you would work with us in producing fruit that is bore with perseverance. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.